Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Blake Jacobson Show. I'm your host, Blake Jacobson. I am a conservative, mainly talking about now, today issues, basically, that are politically. So today's topics are going to be BLM protesting, a high school principal basically causing an uproar in their school and in their district, and finally, we'll be talking about COVID-19. In case if you weren't up to date with everything, BLM is an organization that basically is protesting inequality and injustice within the black community, and also police brutality. Now here's the thing, I don't have a problem with them peacefully protesting, because statistics show 97.5% of those protests are actually peaceful, but those news organizations aren't taking in and countering if they're throwing out harassment speech, and if somebody gets hurt within that protest, that is no longer a peaceful protest, that is more of a violent protest. Because some protests, they're calling them peaceful. You have some senior citizens being decked in the face just for wearing Trump, President Trump's apparel, or just saying they no longer support that organization. That is no longer a peaceful protest. If you start throwing harassment speech toward a police officer, calling them racial slurs, and just things that could basically insult them. That is no longer peaceful. That is more of a violent protest. Now, if the right wing started like saying those things, and if we started throwing racial slurs out and are protesting and started harassing the police officers, the left would be all over it saying that's a violent protest. But somehow within that left, that is no longer a violent protest, that's a peaceful protest. The left's violent protest are when the police fire tear gas, when there's huge cities on fire, if there are rioters and looters actually going and smashing windows and robbing people, and also if any, like, vehicles are being flipped over and stuff. A violent protest is when you have basically some sort of violence or an uproar within that protest. When you guys are screaming racial slurs at the police officers just for their opinion and their job choice, that is no longer a peaceful protest. And the left needs to understand that. You don't need to deck somebody, especially a senior citizen, and make them bleed from their nose and mouth just for wearing President Trump's apparel to their protest. You're more safer wearing a BLM apparel to a Trump rally than wearing President Trump's apparel to a BLM protest. (laughs) It's amazing. It's astonishing that people can be that basically irresponsible and arrogant. BLM is also going to, like, people that are, like, eating outside and going inside stores and other restaurants and things when they're uh, protesting and all that other great stuff. I don't have a problem with that, but they're making the people who are eating there put their fist up for BLM. Some couples have actually resisted that and saying they didn't want to. 
Now, BLM does not need to be doing these things. They don't need to be going into restaurants, interrupting somebody else's meal, which could be special to them, and forcing them to say they support this and that. Just let them eat their meal in peace. And when they do not put their fist up to support you, you don't call them racial slurs. You don't call them harassment speeches, and you don't start speaking that harassment speech toward them. It's unbelievable. You're basically giving them more hate than they actually need. It's unbelievable. Now in the news, you're just hearing it die out now. You know why? Because BLM is all political. If you find out where most of their actual funding is going, if you donate to BLM, it's going to a charity called Act Blue Charities. When you find out where it's going, yes, some of that money is actually benefiting the black community. But the majority of all your money that you're helping supposedly BLM and helping them out within their communities, the black community, that's all going to Democrats running for president. It is. You can see Vice President Biden's name up there. You saw Hillary Clinton's name up there. You saw Bernie Sanders' name on that thing. Now, if this was actually a thing, you'd actually be giving all your money to BLM. You should be. If you're going to actually help out the black community, this stuff should not be going to help fund people for their Democratic presidential election candidacy. President Trump has donated some money of his money to the BLM society. Little does he know he's actually helping the other party fund their campaign. It's unbelievable. So at the Jefferson High School in Jefferson, Wisconsin, there's been some big issue with their principal named Steve Dinkle. And no, I'm not going to make fun of his last name. Some other... Uh, sh- uh, the Mark Belling show that is from Wisconsin made fun of his last name, which I don't think you need to have that because I don't think that's an important thing to make fun of just because of him posting something. But anyways, sorry, I digress. Basically, the principal of that high school got some backlash because some of his students that have their license could not put American flags and Trump flags on the back of their vehicles in the school parking lot. Yes, one of the rules is no political things on school grounds. But you're letting some kids like have BLM stuff on. You're letting them have LGBTQ stuff on, which any of those things could be turned politically. Any food product, any product within that school could be turned politically in some way, shape, or form. So they finally overturned the thing for masks because at the beginning of the year, they weren't letting kids wear Trump masks. But they finally overturned it because kids would not listen to them and constantly wear their masks every day. Which is fine. That's just boycotting, not causing an uproar. Which I get you don't want any political things on your school campus. So the gentleman with the trucks and cars parked on... A street next to the school so it's not on school grounds 
The principal made them take down their flags, their Trump flags only, due to several people in the community saying those flags were offensive. And somebody commented on Jefferson High School's Facebook page, if their kid was safe going to that school just for somebody showing their support to our president in office at this point. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Or what are we going to do now? If somebody flies a Biden flag at that school, are you going to make them take it down because of that thing? That's unbelievable. But here's the thing that caused so much uproar. After he told the students he could not have their flags up, he posted something on Twitter. And it was, time to take the trash out. Truth over fear, fear over confidence or hope or something like that. And it had Vice President Biden having President Trump in a chokehold or snapping his neck saying, who's sleepy now, bitch. Now, as a high school principal, you shouldn't be talking about this. You shouldn't be doing that whatsoever. Especially when you told their, your students that they could not have anything political on their trucks and vehicles. That's unbelievable. You can post this on Twitter, but you cannot let the students fly appreciation flags toward our president that are not offensive whatsoever. That's unbelievable, in my opinion. So I've been reading up on articles and all this stuff about him. He is now on relief until the school board finally decides what they want to do with Mr. Dinkle. The president, uh, sorry, excuse me, the principal of Jefferson High School. That's unbelievable. Now the school is telling some of the students that I've heard not to go out and talk about this to any of their friends and family because they don't want to make the high school look bad which I can understand because it is a very good school that I've heard of. But still, people need to hear about this stuff, in my opinion. You're not just going to shut down the principal's thing that he just said and just try to cover that up. When some newspapers were trying to talk to Mr. Dinkle, he said he didn't have time to. But somehow the superintendent of the whole entire school district of Jefferson had time to talk to the reporters, and the principal couldn't. Now, all respect to the principal, but that kind of seems coward-like. You know what I mean? Post something on Twitter. It gets out to everybody. He deletes the tweet. Twit- the tweet, sorry. And then he doesn't want to talk about it. So he has to have other people talk about it. It's unbelievable. It's like not owning up to your own mistake. In my opinion. So finally, for our last subject, we're going to cover COVID-19 now. Yes, COVID-19 is a deadly pandemic that has just spread worldwide from China to all over the world. Now here's the thing. You had somebody that was in the Chinese government saying Chinese, the Chinese targeted the U.S. with this virus, but accidentally got the whole entire rest of the world this virus. 
Some of these things some scientists are saying that are within the United States are saying that this virus was made in a lab. Now, this Chinese person that was in the Chinese government mysteriously died after he said this. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm thinking the Chinese government shut him up. That's what I'm thinking. No matter what the left tells you, this virus isn't as deadly as you think it is. One country in this world, I think it was Sweden, did nothing about this virus, and their country is back to normal. Completely back to normal. Yes, their cases went spiked sky high. Not super sky high, but went pretty high. And then they went down to zero. Never made a shutdown. Never enforced masks whatsoever. It's not as deadly. And the only reason why the United States is so high right now, you have some state governors not taking off some COVID-19, like... I don't know, positive patients after they've been cured from it. Like, let's say you get some, someone gets COVID-19 and they finally get over COVID-19 and they're a healthy person, their case is still up and pending. Some states in the United States have yet to even take off and subtract them. So the cases are not even so high right now. In some states, some people have received, they had a COVID-19 positive test when they never physically gotten a test and a swab for COVID-19 itself. As I was talking about before, the BLM protests are starting to fade away. That's because they're all politically motivated. COVID-19, after this presidency, whoever wins, President Trump or Vice President Biden, whoever wins, this pandemic is going to fall away from us in the United States. Everyone in the world is like back to normal right now, back to school and all this stuff, besides the United States, I'm pretty sure. Some governors won't, like some people have questioned them about why they do not take those patients that had COVID-19 off the list anymore, and they have yet to give an answer about that. Since we were talking about Wisconsin, I'll talk about Wisconsin again. Wisconsin had a big problem with their governor, Governor Tony Evers. He's been asked numerous questions of why he hasn't taken any of their negative patients that used to have COVID-19 off the list in Wisconsin. He has yet to answer that question. And he also refuses to work with anyone that is in conservative opinion and Republican. Now that talks about a real democracy right there in Wisconsin. Definitely, we have a gov. They had a gov. Sorry, excuse me. They definitely have a governor that can actually run a democracy very well. Democracy is when you actually can see both sides, but when you only have a governor working with the leftist, the left sides, excuse me, instead and not helping out the right side within your state, that no longer is a democracy. You're only seeing one side when you should be seeing across both sides in order to actually have a successful state. Which doesn't make sense. Sorry, I digress. Well, let's get back on the topic of COVID-19.
It still amazes me that in Wisconsin, they have yet to take any of those negative patients that actually got cured of COVID-19 off that list. And I know some other states do that as well, but I have yet to know what states they are. I'll have to further research that. But it's amazing that they've yet to take those patients off and it could actually bring our cases down in the United States. The swine flu back in 2008 was more contagious than COVID-19 ever will be. Ever will be. It's astonishing. It is. We never had to wear masks back in 2008, but now we have to wear masks for something that isn't as contagious as the swine flu back in 2008? Come on. That makes literally no sense whatsoever of why you have to do that. It doesn't. The CDC also said some deaths in the United States were over-exaggerated. Because they're taking in consideration, they're putting pre-existing conditions up within that death count. But those people with pre-existing conditions, like a heart problem or anything else that's major with them, if they would have got the cold, the flu... Pneumonia. They would have died from that anyway. My grandma, in matter of fact, had Huntington's disease, which was a pre-existing condition. But the flu went around in the nursing home and eventually killed her off with the flu since her immune system was weak. They marked it down as a flu death, even though she had a pre-existing condition, which meant that... She would die if she would have got any other sickness. She would have. That's the exact same thing with people in the United States with pre-existing conditions. There was somebody that went skydiving and had COVID-19 and had their parachute malfunction. And they died because of their parachute malfunctioning and slammed right into the ground. And they marked it down as a COVID-19 death because he had COVID-19. There was somebody in Florida that had COVID-19 and was driving their vehicle, got into a car accident, and died. And they marked it down as COVID-19 death because they had COVID-19. Some of these deaths are over-exaggerated. The CDC even said so. But yet you still have modern leftists saying that the conservatives are still trying to turn over what the CDC says. Even though the CDC said some of those deaths were over-exaggerated. Unbelievable. In my opinion. It's unbelievable. Well, that's all the time we have today, everybody. I'd like to say thank you to all of you that tuned in and listened to this podcast in my very first episode. So, we will be back, I would say, within a couple days. So just stay tuned and thank you everybody.